Welcome back to Raving and Reviewing. My name is R, and this is my co-host, V. Hey, what's up, guys? Today, we're back with another episode reviewing The Falcon and the Winter Soldier, Episode 3, The Power Broker. The Power Broker. And man, The Power Broker did not steal the show. Nope, no. Who stole the show this week? Who stole the show this week? Yeah. We know who stole the show. It's Zemo. Zemo. <laughs> he was just so good in here. I hate, I hate when they make the villains likable because I'm always rooting for them. Then I feel like I'm like the bad guy. But I guess technically <laughs> he's not bad in here. Well, I mean, when this show started, I was like, I don't care for Zemo because in Civil War, he was the least interesting person. Yeah. yeah. But here, he, he made it like he's the... He's the most like interesting because do you know he's gonna do something bad? Is he gonna turn evil? When is he gonna betray that double cross them? Because that's gonna yeah. happen. I kept waiting for that this episode. There was a point when you don't see him on screen when they're running away, and I'm like, damn it, he's gone. That's it. Yeah, he right after that big um explosion, and then he like leaves and then mm-hmm. he puts his mask on for the first time, which is such a cool scene. He's on the yeah. crates and he's walking. Yes, that was mask. in the trailers. Yeah, that, that made it seem like he was attacking them, but mm-hmm. there's he a lot of stuff it. in the trailer that like we see now, and it's like, okay, they kind of tricked us yeah, a bit, yeah. but it's good. It's good. That that scene itself reminded me of the Joker, no, the Dark Knight actually, when the Joker, when you first see him in the beginning of the movie, the the when they're robbing the museum or bank, the bank, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and he's wearing his fake mask, and he's walking, and it's is like he's holding in the other hand but it's like right. so similar to the zemo scene which makes yeah. this like it's really good yeah the camera work and everything too is very similar to that scene yeah now the episode i think was really well done yeah uh, i think it was really fun it's my favorite episode so far oh so we're far yeah done. we're halfway done yeah this was the halfway mark and yeah. i think that like if we we're talking in terms of the movie this is probably where like the conflict's gonna start after this episode so this was really like the the end of the introduction of the stories right and now i think yeah. we're going to see more of the conflict and they already kind of started focusing all of that in this episode right mm-hmm. but it was like you said fun episode the sets were great the action was great the action was really good the funnies were great because of zemo zemo's funny so he's dancing in the rave like come on that's, oh, that that's such so a perfect good. that's gonna be that like gift so everywhere was, when i was watching that again i was smiling i was like oh my god i forgot he did that the first time i watched it this time i was, I was dying that was well done no it's really well done. him and his little butler like his alfred that was really great i loved his alfred it's like a cute little grandpa yeah no they had a lot of great moments yeah um but the show episode actually uh, starts with uh, the boring cap, the ugly cap. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what we're calling him. I guess, um, like, yeah, boring cap is a little bit nicer. <laughs> well, we already think the other cap is kind of boring. That's true. The boringer cap? I don't know. Whatever. It's, it's <laughs> whatever this. I don't even know his real name anymore. Wyatt? No. Nope. Yeah, John? Wyatt. John Wyatt? I have his name saved. Okay, I think you had it. John Walker. John Walker, not Wyatt Walker. So much, how much we don't care. <laughs> yeah, we really don't care. No. Al- although his story is going to be secondary and pretty important, so I think we might have to start caring after next episode. Yeah, so I mean, he, he had two very small scenes in this whole episode. We'll mm-hmm. just do both of his first, because mm-hmm. 
let's get it let's, out of the way. Let's get it out of the way. It's the most uninteresting stuff that happened. <laughs> yeah. So the first one, he's he goes to that camp where the flag smashes were in Germany, mm-hmm. and then he attacks the the little guy that made like the sandwiches or something for them mm-hmm. that they didn't like. <laughs> um, and then he like the guy spits on Cap's face. And he like starts to attack him, and then battle starts. Yeah, like, like you kind of gotta calm down. Yeah, he was like beating him. Like like yeah. if we had to compare, right? Captain America wouldn't do this out of spite to anybody, right? If he's no. doing, if he's hitting anyone, he's doing it because he has a reason. Yeah, so I, I mean, that's you already see the difference. Like he yeah. will use his rage to get what he wants. Correct. And Battlestar kind of like distances himself a bit. I mm-hmm. don't know if it was the first scene. It's like I think this was a scene where he's kind of like, we can't Moment. operate this way yeah um so i can see like there being an issue and maybe he's gonna choose uh falcon's side maybe later on yeah like i mean he's splitting up he's he's falcon's counterpart really i think um at least in this series like yeah i think you kind of see a lot of the similarities in between them right he's kind of his mm-hmm. his right hand man just like the falcon was to cap yeah i always thought more so than bucky because bucky was always mm-hmm. someone cap was saving but falcon was like his, his sidekick for lack of a better word right yeah, he yeah, was always yeah. there when he was needed so no so i mean yes yeah, it's, it's it's fine scenes like we're seeing like his rage we know he's going to become evil or he's willing to do whatever he needs to do yeah uh to find whatever he's looking for flag snatchers or is he looking for the serum seems like he's looking for the serum now i think so well, I think right now his reason for looking for it are quite noble, but I think he's eventually going to get affected by all the things that are happening to him and him realizing that he's not really Captain America. Yeah, I mean, um, th- th- that makes me think of the, I recently watched the first Cap movie the week before, mm-hmm. the first episode, mm-hmm. and uh, the Dr. Erskine, the one that makes, makes the original serum uh, for Cap, um, he says a line to him like right the night before and he's like the serum it, like extenuates like your inside so like you are a good person so it's That's gonna reflect you, you're gonna reflect that being a better mm-hmm. you're gonna be even better person mm-hmm. don't let the darkness grow inside you right and so like he was comparing to like when he gave the serum to red skull he came turned into a giant like huge nazi so like yeah so we're like what's gonna happen when john walker takes he's gonna turn into like dark cap and yeah right right it won't it won't reflect and i don't it's not necessarily that he doesn't have goodness i think it's more so that he has a lot to prove which Mm -hmm. i think is what's gonna breed jealousy and insecurity in him yeah. And that's what's going to reflect once he takes the serum. Oh, if he takes, we're guessing. Yeah, if, if, he, if takes he takes the serum. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And then the second scene was just them, start, like, assuming that Bucky Falcon and Sam, Bucky. Bucky's yeah. freed Zemo, which technically, yeah, since they did. They did. Can we talk about that scene and how, how well that was done with, you know, Zemo being freed? Oh, that was so good. That was so good. And I called it first 10 minutes, Zemo is free. Yeah. I was hoping they'd kind of drag it and there would be kind of like, or I wasn't hoping, but I was guessing just because I was like, well, what are they going to do after they free him? But I think now I see that their train of thought is really to kind of keep Zemo like a gray character in this Mm -hmm. series, right? He's he's making a lot of sense every time he speaks when he's on screen, not just because he's being funny, which he's actually incredibly hilarious in the series, but 
he's also saying a lot of things that make sense to Sam as well, right? Like so. Yeah, the 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 scene on the plane, they're talking yeah. about the book. Um, Bucky has his list of things he's trying to fix, and it's this. We find out it's the same book that Cap used, right? And Winter with, with Soldier, and it, they're talking about the troubled man, and it's troubled like, man, yeah. And Falcon's like, "You're out of line," but you're right. This this is about African American experience, right? He's, you and know, that, he talks that was really about, funny. Yeah, he talks about how the, the troubled man was like a really good um, view into the African American experience, and Sam's like you're out of line but okay i get what you're saying like yeah that, that was really good yeah that was good there was times when he's talking about um so this is more towards the end of the episode but he talks about how um you know they like uh, idolize um the superheroes and that breeds you know x y and z like he, he was making sense right he was saying that sometimes idolizing a superhero causes more issues than it solves Right. And yeah, no, I mean, nobody really that, agreed with him, but he was obviously talking about like Captain America. Right. And but that, that's something, I guess, like uh, that's a reference to Nick Fury almost. Like he's mm-hmm. he, when the first Avengers, Thor, when Thor comes, he's like, you came here with mm-hmm. the whatever the first time he came to Earth. And he's like, you called for this to for a higher power of war. Mm-hmm. It's you brought aliens here or gods to Earth. Yeah. yeah. The same thing as Cap is like, super soldiers we want they're going to create someone to be even better super soldiers right the same thing for hulk hulk was the exper- experiment to create a better cat right. and how did right. that turn out i mean not so monster. great for the hulk well, yeah no monster. he hated himself yeah so yeah no I, I think he just he his pers- like perception of like the mcu um and mm-hmm. then the world that he's going to be in is it, you can clearly see that the guy is very logical mm-hmm. so he's, i think he, he has a lot of loss like he lost mm-hmm. his hometown and they talk yeah. about over the blip they He's even upset. like even the whole there's no it doesn't exist anymore it's just like yeah. been the territories have been just taken over right. Right. And he asks, right. So he, he, he's noticed, right. Superheroes are not really as good as everyone says he is. And he mentions it mm-hmm. several times, right. He talks about Sam's like, um, you know, experience with like, I think what's her name? Sharon says, um, you know, this is all, uh, you know, you don't really buy into this bullshit of superheroes, do you? Yeah. And then Zemo says he's noticed that Sam really doesn't. He's like not so deep mm-hmm. inside the way he talks about it. I agree with most of what he's saying. Yeah. Um, and then, like you said, right, he's grieving over the loss of his country. And he asks Bucky and Sam, he's like, have you even gone to visit the sites? Mm-hmm. Have you even gone to check it out? No, right? Like you no. cause destruction thinking you're saving people, but you leave a bigger mess behind. Yeah. So I thought, I mean, he's making so much sense. And I was like, were you really even evil the whole time? Like, were we just getting one side of the story? Yeah. I mean, I think Civil War could have been like a four hour movie or could have been a couple split into two movies even because there was a lot more depth to it, which I guess Robert Downey Jr. stole a show. <laughs> yeah, which is bound to happen. I mean, come on. One thing would have been like seeing this Simo. I was thinking, like, man, imagine that chemistry with Robert Downey Jr. Oh like, my there was God. the only time, there was like the last end of the movie Civil War, we saw Robert Downey Jr. talking to Zemo, and then he reveals that Bucky killed his parents. Right. And that's the only time we see them talk. Like, imagine like another hour of them like hanging out or like working side by side like this. yeah something similar to this yeah, yeah, yeah. that would have been fun to see no but this this is great and then 
he just like heals the show from the beginning. He starts yeah. to say the little spell that would break Bucky, doesn't. Does then he work. brings him to Madripoor, which yeah. is the main stop, like city in this this episode. Right. What'd you think about the city? God, it's so nice. You know what it first reminded me of? It. I I don't know if you've ever seen Total Recall. No, I haven't. It's like an Arnold Schwarzenegger movie from I think eighties or nineties. Um, yeah, no, I, I, heard, I know what it is. So I just never seen it. Yeah, that that it kind of reminded me of like that city. Okay, I mean, it reminded me of like a futuristic neon, not cyberpunk, yeah. but like it's something futuristic. And then we mentioned Arrow last time. It reminds yeah. me of Arrow, Starlight Arrow. City. It's I mean, we, cool. you talked cooler. about the jailbreak too, right? You said that like how they broke out Zemo was kind of similar. Like you would think that would be something that happened in Arrow while he's in prison, right? Or while he's well, breaking it, it out. It made me think of Slade. later on, I think like season six or seven, Oliver Brick or like, maybe earlier even Oliver breaks laid out to f- help him take on whatever's going on yeah in that season which is the same thing like he helped this him put in happened. jail and then he's like I need to get you out to help me to help me yeah which is the same situation here so I guess it's it's okay to make that the comparison no I think I mean the sh- it's a superhero show they're bound to be <laughs> everything's gonna be the of, same um comparisons and yeah, this arrow dealt with super soldiers season two. This is about super soldiers. Like, it's bound to be something similar. Yeah, yeah, that's fair. No, Madripoor's cool. It seems like a city of thieves. Yep. Um, crooks. Um, we see that firsthand. We go to the brass monkey. Right. No Asian to... people, shockingly, right? You said this was technically like a cross between Singapore, but it really didn't feel like it. I I literally just thought I mean, it was I, another I place it... in in America somewhere. I mean, I don't know. I've never been to Singapore, so I don't know. I mean, it's very diverse over there. Who knows? I mean, I'm sure this is filmed in America, so they're not going to get yeah, a bunch well, of obviously this cast to like so, yeah, appropriately fit. Um, but like uh, we meet. Well, they have to go up as like a fake, fake name. I mean, Bucky can go as Bucky as a Winter Soldier. Bucky went as a Winter Soldier. Zemo went as right, Zemo. He's and, back to uh, being. But uh, Sam had to pretend to be Smiling Tiger. Right. <laughs> I don't know who this is. Right. But uh, I think there's just some generic thug that they. It is some kind of Marvel character from the past, but I don't think he's right. any relevant. Maybe I mean it would be interesting if he actually comes back later on. He's like, well, "Are you pretending to be me or something?" <laughs> Which I, I doubt. I think that's like a one and done. Like we're done I with this. I don't think so. But the funny scene was uh, the at the bar he makes. He has to pretend to be the Conrad Mac, and then the guy's like, "Oh, you want your usual?" And then he has to like drink some kind of weird snake poison, snake juice. <laughs> it's literally like he like cut intestine from snake. You know what that reminded me of? And this is like so out of track, but like, do you know in George Lopez they would always have like that episode where he drinks a tequila with the worm in it? Yeah, yeah. It kind of reminded me of that. I mean, that's a thing. I think like. Like to have drink the worm, it's definitely a thing. It is a thing. I think yeah. it's it's they have like um they put like worms or something in it to make the mm-hmm. drink more like I guess alcoholic and more of a dare to drink it. Yeah, I mean, it also makes me think of. I mean, it's not related, but like in one of the Daniel Craig 007s, he's like drinking 
tequila somewhere. It could be Skyfall. He's drinking the tequila, but he has like the the scorpion on his hand, and okay. then he has to finish his glass before the scorpion bites him. Oh my god! It seems like something they do in this kind of dangerous city. Um, not like the vibe, but it's cool. Um, but they get into a fight instantly, and then they try to trigger. He tries. Zima tries to trigger the Winter Soldier back, and Tor makes him fight everyone. <laughs> And and he's he, like, oh, he's he a fights everyone. Yeah. I mean, he kicks everyone's butts, guys. Like, yeah. And then they were brought into Shelby's office or back room or whatever. Mm-hmm. And it was a very short scene. And Shelby's gone. She's dead. She's dead. Well, even when they're in the the Brass Monkey, the club, um, mm-hmm. there's a scene when we see someone in a hood, right? As they're talking about the power broker. Like that's Sharon. Yeah, that's definitely. Yeah, no, that, that, that was Sharon. her. I was, that was, I was watching yeah. like the hood, and then later on, yeah, we'll see her later like on, a she has later. the hood on. Yeah, yeah. So that was interesting. Um, you know, then, she, Shelby tells her that she gives them the name at least. Like she gives yeah. us the name that Wilfred Nagel is the doctor that's created the serum. Created so the they serum. got that information. Yeah, but it's not clear who kills her. No, we don't know. Someone just sniper. shoots them. Yeah, so- I, I was thinking that was Sharon, but it's not. Because there's a different sniper parked up somewhere. Okay. It could be. I think. I'm assuming. Well, yeah, we'll discuss this later. But okay. Uh, so you're thinking it's not Sharon. Um, it was interesting, though, too, because she, like, Shelby gets shot as soon as their cover is breaking, right? Yeah, that- Sam is, gets a call from his sister. Sister, he yeah. To pretend to be, and then she says, Sam. Yeah, and the sister's a Sam, so so that break broke it. Yeah, and, and she gets shot right after. That, like she shot right then. I don't think it's convenient. I think that that happened on purpose. Whoever it is, is on their side. Is on their side. So I'm. I was thinking maybe it's what happened in the end. Sharon's the assistant driver. No, with um the Wakanda lady at the end. Maybe she's been following them and protecting them. But I don't know. Oh yeah, maybe so. I mean, I wouldn't mention that yet, but yeah, the end maybe. of the episode, um, they get to Latvia, which is random, random place to go. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, they take like a walk to somewhere. I don't really know where they're going right now. Yeah, they're in Latvia, and like Bucky's like, I need to go for a walk, and he finds some the Kimoyo beads. I didn't know what that was. I didn't remember what it was. <laughs> And then we see that uh, Ao from Civil War and Black Panther. Um, she's right. the second in charge of the Dora Milaje. Definitely pronouncing that wrong. <laughs> <laughs> but she was in Civil War, and I think she has like a scene with Black Widow, and she's like, "Be moved, or I'll move you," or something. I okay. think that's like her only line. Right. I didn't even remember her. I, you know, I was really disappointed. Not that like, I'm glad that, you know, they've obviously given hints about Wakanda throughout the show because Bucky's story is so linked to Wakanda. Yeah. But I wish it was the general. I really liked the general. She is awesome. But she's she's too busy. I think, I mean, she's filming Walking Dead if she's still alive in Walking Dead. (laughs) (laughs) No, but yeah, I think that they went with Ao because she was in Civil War. Okay, and the general was only in Black Panther and then Avengers. Okay, that's fair. But she did. I think sense. she took over like as a higher role. But maybe now that like Chadwick Boseman is has passed away, like they need other like members of Wakanda to take up the role. Mm-hmm. 
I would think maybe most likely it would have been Chadwick Boseman there and at this scene. Yeah, yeah. That would have been nice, but yeah. yeah no, but I think it's interesting to see we're going to get CAO. I I don't know she's, what's going to happen. I, I don't know. Listen, it's a connection in Adoran to, to Wakanda, which is, mm-hmm. I think, where Bucky's story is definitely going to lead into, right? So. Yeah, we talked about it last week, I think. Yeah. Now it points to more. Maybe he will now become the white more wolf with some obvious. new costume. Yeah. Right. Now, definitely more obvious. So, um, what did you think about, um, what's her name? The, the lady with the red hair. Harley. Carly. Morgan what did you think Bell. about her storyline throughout this whole episode, right? Because we've seen snippets her, of her life, right? It starts with her kind of in Latvia. Um, and she was finds she out. Yeah, I thought she's she was in Madrid. Are they not? Where are they? No, they're in Latvia. Oh, that's the, why they, the they're in Latvia. That's why they're in Latvia, yeah. Okay, gosh. I wasn't sure where they were. I was like confused. Yeah, because Kehlani, the, is that her name? Carly Morgenthau. Carly, Carly, yeah. Um, so, yeah, so she's there for for uh, I guess her orphan mom or I didn't fully get what how she was related to her but she clearly grew, grew up with this Danya Madan lady? yeah Danya Madan Madan okay yeah so like she was referenced once um, in last episode no I think just this episode in this the airplane episode? that's it oh well I mean we we skipped over. Dr. Nagel's whole section. Oh, but we'll yeah. get back to that because we'll that's actually that. part. Yeah. But I guess like they're talking and that name is brought up and they're questioning him about, do you know where the flag smashers are? And he's like, Yeah, they reached out to me to see if I can help this lady Danya Madan and she mm-hmm. died. Mm-hmm. Or yeah, I think they just he didn't know she died yet. But so yeah. they reached out to me if I could help her. And he said no. And then on the airplane they're researching her and then they find out like she is dead mm-hmm. um and it seems like there's something someone important some kind of orphan mom like you said yeah um but there's not really much like we didn't have any scenes with her we don't know what she did like why should i feel bad like it's then, I, I didn't feel bad but i think it kind of because I, I genuinely didn't think these guys were really that evil in this episode up until the end where i was like okay maybe it's unexpected right because you you kind of like see like obviously they you know they talked about the place they were at being overcrowded mm-hmm. and that's why she has tuberculosis yeah um so she she dies and they're obviously very hurt by it and and throughout the whole episode that they are in they talk about that right and there's a scene where she's talking to one of her guys and she's like mm-hmm. well i would have been a teacher if you know the world was more fair to me yeah you know and she thought about how she would she wanted to die when she was injected with the the super serum but she's so mm-hmm. glad she didn't because now she can make a difference right yeah. so when you like that's put into percept in in um into Percepting, like you can understand that okay these guys aren't evil they've just been dealt a bad hand and they're reacting to that mm-hmm. and they're trying to make sure that the people in their lives don't have to go through this and they're doing what they think is fair up until the very end when she blows up that whole building and you know the guy that she he's she's with says you know there are people in there and she's like this is the only thing they understand yeah so no i like i, I don't know understand. if you i think it was this episode where she's like 
stealing the food and then mm-hmm. the guy's like why are you doing this and he's like you guys have weeks of food here and there's mm-hmm. thousands of people starving so that that might have been last week that but like that, that's what she's going for she's like look at the i don't, I don't know where they're stealing from kind of compound yeah I don't know what I they're stealing from it. really yeah. but they have food and they're holding it and not sharing it right which i mean why would a random company give people food other than, other than like a food shelter right um but no so they're stealing and then they, she's like the only way to prove a point like which is wrong just like that's not going to help anyone like right right but what they're for like they were happy when the blip was there and they had more supplies i guess they had more opportunities and yeah more supplies and the world wasn't overcrowded right see the Mm -hmm. the whole commercial in the beginning the show starts with like this random commercial yeah which now it makes me feel like were these are these like the the organization that might be evil and like funding cap and yeah he's he came out of the truck from from their yeah yep whatever their logo yeah um i mean it's 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 the corporation so like yeah obviously they're gonna end up being evil right (laughs) they're always evil yeah that's true i was like in the beginning i was like that kind of looks like a like almost like a political campaign ad doesn't it like a democrat or, or republican i don't know whichever one um add when they're like trying to say oh we do x y and z and we'll do like we'll protect the the people from blah 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 it's always like those political ads yeah yeah definitely yeah or like an energy company they're like we're not doing evil stuff <laughs> yeah Wait, what was it chipotle verizon and parks and recs oh and Park- yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> kind of made me remember that <laughs> yeah no i mean that actually seeing the commercial i was like oh that reminds me of wandavision <laughs> oh because of all the commercials there yeah you're right yeah. um so yeah did, did you no, talk so- you talked a little bit about dr nagel right yeah so i mean uh dr N- the, the shelby tells them about dr nagel dr nagel he got blipped mm-hmm. he was working for the cia mm-hmm. um to work on a super serum right and then he got blipped he was fired project canceled then he got hired by i don't know who he got hired by the power broker the power broker yeah to make the new serum and he's like i don't need no super machines like cap had to go into that little machine it was mm-hmm. injected in like eight needles or something and then came out mm-hmm. he's like it's just one injection was one and done you'll be super i would think so after like 50 years or whatever 60 yeah. years that you would the technology would advance but okay yeah so and then he's like oh i only made 20 of them mm-hmm. and then i think eight of them were taken by the flag smashers mm-hmm. and then 12 of them have still to be used i guess and then yeah. Bucky was like so do you have any here in this lab and he's like, no, but I think Bucky was suspicious. And yeah. like, I guess that's why he shot him. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. He's like, if there's just only 12 left, I'm going to kill you now. Or Z- Zemo shoots him. Zemo shoots him, yeah. No, Zemo's um, like... The other thing that was really cool, I think, in this scene is... So uh, Sharon is outside kind of guarding them. She's the one who finds him, right? Nagel? Yeah, she locates him, yeah. She locates him and she's outside kind of manning the, the container that he's hiding yep. out in. The um, whole container she, area, very cool. 
Very cool. Yeah, she. I liked her fight scenes a lot. I think I was gonna say she had a better action scene than Black Widow, yeah. Captain Marvel. <laughs> maybe most of all the male cast scene. <laughs> like that was so good. <laughs> that was good. I'm like at the end, I was literally like clapping, uh, clapping my hands, and I was like, "Wow, the girl could hold her own." She did a really good job. Like I was impressed. Like she seems kind of like weak when <laughs> she did, she's, tiny. she's like, "Man, she's just the neighbor." And nurse or whatever then she likes revealed that she's super spy then in civil war she doesn't really do much she's just like no. there she's there for what like the, the kiss at the end is that when he kisses her in the middle the somewhere in the middle okay. somewhere okay and that's all she's really had so this one she's like she's a badass ex like some kind of terrorist from the state yep yep became a millionaire selling art and drugs and guns possibly is she sure she, she, she does she say she's a millionaire? No, she's or rich. She, she's rich. She's living you in could some. Tell. Yeah. Well, well Buck, nice. uh, Falcon looks up one of the paintings and he's like, "All right, okay, I got you." <laughs> and then um, the whiskey decanter to me, anyone who has that is rich anyway. She's um, housing them in a really nice place too, which I'm guessing is yeah, her she's, place. Yeah, she's living somewhere nice. Yeah. yeah. Um. And she, she has a bunch of scenes talking to falcon and him about like you didn't really help me yeah and i wasn't blipped i mean just didn't say she wasn't blipped but I'm we don't know she if wasn't. she was or she wasn't I, that was gonna be my next next question he's like do you think she was blipped i'm thinking not either no she she couldn't like become yeah. this not this in six months yeah. six years five yeah. years yeah so she had to have been alive no but i did see so like back to that scene with the crates so i think this episode was directed by the guy who does john wick oh that makes so, sense the fighting so like scenes the were great fights um the shooting was all like mm. really well choreographed really and well, well done yeah really entertaining mm-hmm. not not a boring fight in sight no not, not at all one. everything then, all fight had something interesting that it led up to Mm-hmm. Um, so the, the container fight that we were talking about, right, there's a scene in the end where she kind of tricks the guy mm-hmm. and then he comes back and she shoots him, which I thought was great. Yeah. But then it got me thinking and we'll discuss this later when you have your question of the episode, but okay. it got me thinking. That's all I'm going to say. Okay. Well, I wanted to bring out Bucky throwing the rod into that guy's shoulder. Oh, yeah. I feel like he kind of accessed his crazy side in this episode. Like he yeah. kind of almost reverted back. No, he but, broke rule number two: don't hurt anybody. Yeah, and he. But you could see his face, right? Like he wasn't he happy about it. Yeah, he he's not to. happy about it, but he was doing it to keep up appearances. I think he's gonna need a little bit more therapy after this, which I vote for. Yes, please bring those scenes back because the therapy <laughs> scenes are my favorite. Yeah. No, I think. Like to me, I keep forgetting Bucky's not a super soldier. He just has one arm that's really strong. Yeah, yeah. Right. I, I keep forgetting that he's not yeah. full super soldier. Well, because he's also not unhinged now. So like when we saw him in the past few movies, mm-hmm. right? He was kind of crazy, and he just has his gun up. and he's shooting. Right. So this is hand to hand. He's wrecking people. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Um. Is there anything else major that we missed? I mean. There is a few scenes. Um, I don't know. I, there's something I want to bring major. up. 
We talked about um, the ending. We talked about uh, the flag smashers. Smashers. <laughs> um, oh, I want to bring up uh, in episode one, the first scene in the helicopter and then rockets flying around and stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, we saw this George Bat Rock guy and he goes into that other country. Mm-hmm. Where has he been the last two episodes? Oh, yeah. And he wasn't mentioned again, was he? No, what happened to that guy? You think he's going to come back? Why bring him up? Just why have him of... escape into another country and they're like, oh, you can't go into there because of U.S. policy. Yeah, ju- judicial whatever nonsense. Jurisdic- jurisdiction? Is that the word? Yeah. Sure, go with that. <laughs> <laughs> can't think of any law says we don't bring the war to that land. Correct that. But no, it's it's, it's interesting. Like he was in Winter Soldier as a small scene, and then yeah. maybe he was just here for this one scene. Yeah, maybe just because it's a familiar name people have heard before. Yeah, familiar so face, they... maybe. Right, could be. That, that, that was in, like, it's been two episodes. Will he be back? Could be. Maybe he might come back in the end with... And then his, and then Bucky's, I mean, uh, uh, Sam's friend, uh, Joaquin Torres, also wasn't in this episode. No, they called him and he did, like, a little bit of, like, a phone call, like, voiceover thing. But other than that, did he, he wasn't this episode? There. Yeah, it was. He asked Torres to look up. I think uh, Danya. That was last week. No, it was in oh, this episode. Oh, that's that's an airplane, maybe. Yeah, yeah. He he calls him and asks him to look him up, or look something up. I think it was um, the the orphan lady. Okay. So, yeah, I was hoping he was in it a little bit more, but maybe towards the end of the show. Yeah, maybe he'll be back. Um, well. Now, this episode is called The Power Broker. Yes, it is. And at the end of that, I guess the crates, crate fight, mm-hmm. uh, we see Sharon go into some suspicious car. Mm-hmm. And she says, we have a lot to discuss. Yes. You think Sharon Carter is the power broker? Or is, is this a diversion? No, no. See, now I watched this episode twice now, and there's several reasons why I think she is a power broker. Mm-hmm. A- um, uh, what's his name? Nagel, who is hired by the power broker, never gets mm-hmm. to see the power broker because Zemo kills him right as Sharon enters the container. And my theory is that maybe Z- uh, Zemo knows that she's a power broker and that's why he shoots uh, Nagel. Mm-hmm. Second is like, who is this like assistant lady? Like no one's ever seen this assistant lady that she like drives off with. Like the other guys haven't seen. So they don't know how powerful she really is. I mean, I don't think the assistant will make that like the key, no, but, but I do think that she she is like a powerful being in the Adripoor. Yes, definitely. And she, she's definitely up to something. She knows more information than she's letting off. Yes. She knows all the players. She knew who Shelby was. She knows she's she been knows spying on them. Yeah. Um, I don't think it's her. I think it's a diversion. Because Zemo her. in the club or bar, he's like, Every town needs a king, and he's definitely need. We definitely need to stay under his radar. And I don't know if that's just because he said king, and he's like, you we need to stay dude? under his radar. I think it might be a dude. That's a mightily sexist of you. <laughs> Very I mean, sexist indeed. I mean, if it's Sharon, that's pretty cool. But no, she makes an appearance like, in an Falcon. episode called "The Power Broker," and she's in most of it. Yeah. 
That's so true. there there was a painting in the wall somewhere that says a power broker is watching. And it was just eyes, like four different eyes. I don't know what that meant. You think that the power broker is like not torturing. What's the word for it? Um, controlling her? Like Yeah, it could be. She could be like the assistant to the power broker. To the power broker? Assistant regional manager. I, <laughs> assistant to, the, to the region. Yeah, to the <laughs> to the power broker. No, uh I think maybe like if the power broker is if you think of, like a dude. Maybe yeah. it's someone who is like um, blackmailing her into doing the things that she does. And is she a ra- is is it a random? Is what I'm wondering. Like, if it's not her, will it be a completely new person coming in? I hope not. I want it to be her. She needs something badass to do. She could clearly kick butt. Which is why I was thinking like the other reason I think maybe she might not be is just the scene there like out in the container. Like, mm-hmm. all those people, wouldn't the power broker, like, hire them to, like, protect Nagel because Nagel's creating the super serum? So why would she, like, yeah. hurt all her people? Well, I mean, she, she, they put someone put a bounty out on on whoever killed Shelby. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if that was $1 billion or that was that one Bitcoin. It went by too <laughs> fast. <laughs> a lot of people willing to kill for 160K. <laughs> but $1 billion, yeah, definitely. <laughs> easily oh god yeah no i mean it's like if it's unknown or is it someone bigger in the world we don't know about yeah and right now like what's coming out in the future what movie future movies same as wandavision it's like all right we know we're leading into uh doctor strange Strange. yeah this one what are we leading into maybe black panther 2 definitely the other one i have my eyes open to is shang chi and Legend of the Seven Rings. Ten Rings? Seven Rings? Whatever the book is called. So Shang-Chi, the main villain, is going to be the Mandarin. Okay. A Mandarin. Not, not the shown... Mandarin from Iron Man, right? Well, that the post credit scene was shown that like that Mandarin was a fraud. Well, the whole movie, the end of the movie was mm-hmm. that Mandarin's yeah, a fraud. Show... And then there is a real crime organization called the Mandarin. Okay. And I think... What if the Mandarin or someone who works for the Mandarin is the power broker for for Madripoor? Okay, all right. So you think that it, because that's the I, new movie I, I coming, I want it to it could be like be a over, like something big, like something related to leading into something to the future. Yeah, but I think because of WandaVision, where they like the main stories, they kind of finish in the the show. I think they might finish this in the show too. So they might not have something like. Yeah, I mean, more it, overarching. It Just from what I saw from WandaVision, I'm thinking that they're gonna close out the, the books on any story that they create in this uh, this particular series. Yeah, but I mean, we don't need to get overhyped. Yeah, exactly. Like we're like, with- all right, we're gonna see the Mandarin here, <laughs> and then and that's gonna be in Shang Chi, and we're gonna see Shang Chi revealed yeah. at the end of the last episode. Yeah. Imagine we see. Uh, getting overhyped. Simu Lee, is that his name? Jung yes. from Kim's Convenience. Yeah. Shin Lee? Yeah, Shin Lee. Is it Shin Lee? I don't think so. I don't know how to pronounce Shin. his name. But he's a cool guy. Definitely great character. Great show, Kim's Convenience. Yes, yes. No, I can't, I can't wait for that movie. That's coming out this year in September. Got delayed again. But I'm excited. It's like, come on. Like, if you could lead into it, like, how, how cool would that be? Be like, all right, all right April, it's ending. Then four months later, we're gonna see like 
the bigger stuff and maybe Bucky and Falcon will be in in there as a cameo. You think? No, I doubt it. I think I think we might. Plus, that's based in China. I don't know if they're gonna be in Madripoor. I don't know how to pronounce his name. I looked it up, but it's S I M U. That last name is definitely Simuli. We'll find out soon. He's gonna be famous, big time. Yes, yes. He's a good actor, though. He deserves it. Yeah, so I, I am excited. I don't think it's going to quite span that many things. I think right now the only clear line I'm seeing is towards um, Black Panther. But other than that, I'm not guessing for any other movies. I'm not going to get excited like I, I did with WandaVision. <laughs> to see Doctor Strange. <laughs> exactly. Who's a big cameo for this this season. Do you, you think we'll have a big cameo? Um, No. I don't think so. Because... WandaVision didn't really have any big cameos. I think Quicksilver was a big cameo. It turned out the way we thought, but it was a big yeah, cameo. We were hyped as fuck a... after episode four. Oh, yeah. After that, I'm like, yeah, okay, this this is a good... Um, I think the internet freaked out after that one. Though. Yeah, because, you know, they kind of... They, they purposely, like, try to, like, make it seem like they're opening up the X-Men universe. Mm-hmm. But that's not what they did with... At least not with WandaVision. I don't know. If that's so that's, that's stuff I see online... Madripoor is like a big city for X-Men and like Wolverine hangs out here sometimes and this person we're getting overhyped again and then they're like oh there was this one like alleyway where the X looked like X-Men logo and it's like no come on stop the internet oh the internet I haven't been watching the credits but apparently they're like been teasers for the future because the first episode had Madripoor and then like the power broker I haven't been watching paying attention to them but I no. think they may reveal some small stuff. All right, so I'm going to we'll go see, back where and watch we'll the credits. Yeah. Got to do that now. Wow, I did not know that. Not three more episodes. We have three more times to make, well, two more times to make sure that we catch the end credits before the episode premieres. No, I mean, I don't think they're that exciting. Like, it's maybe like one name. Eh, listen, if it makes us, helps us make theories, we'll, we'll try it out so that we can kind of dial back our expectation. <laughs> or hype up our expectation. Or hype them up. With us, we're probably going to get hyped up. Yeah. <laughs> all right, that's all I had. Um, I'm um, sticking to, to Sharon Carter being power broker as of now. I still think she killed Shelby. Um, I think she just hired one of her guys to do it. And, yeah. I think it's someone bigger. Like the right. man. Let's see who win. Okay. Okay. All right. I'm done yapping. <laughs> okay. I'm done for this episode too. <laughs> All right. We'll catch you guys next week.